good shit. It, it really helps that uh, when you drink good juice with uh, your vodka, makes a big difference, oh, yeah. dude. You can't use t- Tropico and that shit. It don't work the same, Tampico. Tampico, that yeah. shit. That don't work the dude, same. That shit is heartburn. That's, dude, that is it's just heart- a chemical with some orange food coloring, dog. <laughs> what did, oh. what did, what's it even say? The, the oh. color orange in it, right? It's, that, oh, it's the worst. Does it freeze? It doesn't get cold. It's like, what is this shit? It's like the Twinkie, right? It doesn't fucking... 30 years later, still the same it's formula. The, it's, the, it's just a mix with orange in it. Hey, everybody. Uh, we're back with another episode of uh, No Father, No Problem. And we're here in uh, at my house again. And today we got uh, Bobby with us. What's going on, Bobby? Same old, same old, my brother. Just living. All right, all right. And uh, today, Frankie is on vacation. He is in... um, He's in Florida. Disney, Florida, with his kids. Hanging, so hanging with Mickey. Yeah, hanging with Mickey, and um, he's with his kids. So I would say let's let's uh, let's put our heads down and pray for him because it's, <laughs> it's a week of kids. I, I would rather be at work than have a week of kids, man. That's that's rough. Most definitely, shit. <laughs> they couldn't pay me to hang out with Mickey. That long, uh, yeah, they not no enough, brother. Yeah, man. that better be a union job taking care of your kids. Oh. Brother, I couldn't do it, man. My daughter has Disney passes. My niece pays for her Disney passes, and I don't. I'm gonna buy my my wife some pretty soon uh, coming mm-hmm. up for this year, and I want nothing to do with it. I'll pay for it with a smile and just don't invite me. I'm cool. I, I'm, I'm the same way. Um, I think yeah, all the girls in my family got the pass. I don't go because they they don't want me there. They don't want me there with the fucked up look on my face. Yeah, uh, miserable. Upset. Yeah, they're like, what's miserable. wrong with dad? He goes, well, dad doesn't like it here. Uh, they don't have enough bars in there to keep me happy, I, I, I would say. Not only that, man. You're waiting. You're, you're, you're spending 12 hours there, 10 hours there, 6 to 7 hours. You're waiting in line yep, yeah. just to go on a 15-second ride. And then you're walking all over the place to wait in another line. Yeah. And it's the- like, for. And the food isn't even that good. I mean, when I was younger, the food was a little bit better quality, I think. I, I think we were just a lot hungrier back then. We were oh, starving true. and shit, you know? I, I, I think true, so. Man. The last time I waited in line that long, it was for government cheese, you know? Yeah. I pray for you, Frankie. Hope, hope we have a good time with the family, man. Yeah, man. Good, good luck, dude. Good luck, good luck. Cass, um, how was your, uh, how was your uh, Christmas and New Year's, bro? Uh, Christmas was rough this year. We normally go to my in-laws down in Norwalk and uh, take the whole family down there and like you, man, we open the gifts, you know, late late at night. But this year, my daughter, right before Christmas break, she got sick and brought it home and just went through the house. So Christmas Day, we were taking kids to their urgent care and oh. getting medicine, get antibiotics. My 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 one of my sons had strep throat. My other one had bronchial infection, and oh, man. it was a nightmare. So me and my wife and my me and my wife and my daughter, who was feeling better, we went down there, passed out the gifts, got our gifts, came home. And then we had Christmas in the morning at my house. Oh, New Year's was a little bit better. Everybody was feeling better. Mm-hmm. So then we went back down to Norwalk and celebrated it, brought in the New Year. So it was better New Year's. Christmas was rough. It was it was a pretty rough one. Hey, you're a, you're a married man. You got kids and the wife. And the, your right. New Year's, the more quiet it is, the better, right? So the last few New Year's, we've been staying at home up here in, in the Inland Empire, chilling, we have to kind of set an alarm at midnight just to wake up and say happy New Year, <laughs> and then we go right back to bed. And I kind of felt these last couple of years that I'm, I'm missing out. I'm letting I'm I'm missing the memories for my kids because 
at the in-laws house, all the nieces and nephews are over there and my kids feel that I felt that my kids were being left out. Mm -hmm. So I told made it, made it a, made a deal this year. I said, let's go down there for New Year's. Even if I have to drive back from LA, Yeah, we got to do it just for the memories with my kids. And it was a blast, man. It was oh cool. yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you, you got to do that because that's what, that's how traditions develop. You yeah. know, that's yeah, that, that's absolutely. how you keep on moving forward with that stuff. No, 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 no. I, I agree, dude. And uh, my, my New Year's was, I think uh, the last podcast we had, we was the Christmas uh, podcast where we talked about Christmas. We haven't talked about New Year's because this one is after New Year's. I was at my daughter's uh, house and the highlight of the day was that my wife and I were up till five in the morning. Oh. Dude, you know what? I, oh. We're never up that late, but that was a highlight. We were having a good time. I took a nap during the day like an old person. Took yeah, a good yeah, yeah, nap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to close the blinds because the light's still out. Yeah. Took a good nap. And then on the way down there, I went and got myself some coffee. And I hate to say this because I know I'm going to get some shit for it. But my wife tells me, hey, uh, hey, let's get some White Claws. I go, oh, fuck White Claws. <laughs> I fucking don't like that shit. She goes, well, they told me they're good. I go, you know what? I'll fucking get them for you. What is that? Just seltzer water with alcohol in it? Yeah, that's what, that's what yeah. it's like. Like a Zima. Yeah. Modern day Zima Modern is what it is. Zima. So um, I go in the store. I get her a twelve pack of White Claws. I think it was like the, the mango. Did you skip to the line with them? Like Almost. Yeah. The, yeah. With a little purse. Dude, on the way out, she tried to take a picture. I go, you take a picture of me? <laughs> I fuck it. I go, don't take a picture. Of me. I got her reputation to maintain. So I grab her White Claws. Grab her. We take them over there, and she's having a good time. She's drinking. I'm drinking. Uh, I think I was drinking Corona that day. That's you know, so everybody was drinking. So I'm drinking my Corona, we're, and we're having a good time. They're starting to, the Spanish music's bumping. Mm -hmm. Every, you know, people are fucking singing Vicente all loud. Mm -hmm. And once that happens, you know, you get in the groove, and yeah. you know, even though you don't know how to sing, you fucking try singing. And you know, I'm not a good singer, but I'm there and I had a good time. We were up to fucking five a.m. Five 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 a.m. I called the Uber driver. They bring us home. Fucking great, oh. great time. They were up to seven a.m. over there. Fucking oh, seven a.m. man. And you know what I was gonna say? You don't seem like the the, the type to be partying that late. Cause I I talked to you once in a while, and then I see you post some stuff. I seen you post a picture. I think it was around Thanksgiving, and you're like, I got my big socks on. Oh yeah, I'm about to watch, <laughs> watch the Irishman. And I'm you, chilling. You had the fireplace going. Yeah, that's hey, my life, brother. For, as a fellow old dude, I was like, oh, that looks fucking good. It's dude, fun, man, dude. I don't really post too much personal stuff on my stuff, but man, that was just a moment that I was like, man, I, this is life. Yeah. Like, at my age, I'm I'm not too old, but I mean, I've been through a lot in my life, and even for like New Year's, my New Year's this year, I worked New Year's Eve, so I got home a little bit late, a little overtime. And I told my wife, I'm going to sacrifice and we're just going to go to the in-laws. And I got home. I think I might have took a little nap, but I went to the in-laws with the mentality that I got to wake up in the morning to go back to work on New Year's Day. Oh, really? Because that's time and a half. That's over oh. 75 bucks an hour. Oh, I might as well get to work. Time and a half for the regular shit than any then if you It do was a big eight. fat check. I'm oh, yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. I went I, at the in-laws. You know, I'm thinking, I don't want to be the party pooper by telling my family, okay, let's go. Mm -hmm. But after midnight, everybody was already burned out. So mm -hmm. as the other family started leaving, my wife looks at me like, you ready to go? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. As long as you're not the first I'm one to leave. I'm not the first one to leave. Yes, exactly. Yes. So when she said, let's around. go, I jumped up and like, and I went home. I, had, I worked like maybe four hours sleep and four or five hours sleep. Went to work the next day. I worked some overtime that day, um, a little bit more than eight hours. 
I went home, fell asleep six, seven o'clock at night, and woke up the next day, went back to work the following day. Oh, so I've been working nonstop this whole week. All right. but, you know you what, know, though? Money's a motivator, man. Oh, yes. It, especially when you've got a growing family. Absolutely. you got a growing family, and you know, that, 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 was, that dollar, uh, you know, yes, has sir. coming in. Yes, sir. And, and when, when you're there and you see people, you're in there and you want to leave, and you see people leaving, and you're like, hey, let's get that last bowl of pozole before yes, we fuck it, right? <laughs> before we leave. Yes, sir. Your man. wife makes a good fucking bowl of pozole, dude. You're like this. We just had a Christmas party. Oh, actually, for Christmas, too. It was a rough Christmas for my family. But this is the third year in a row at my house that we, me and my neighbors chip in and we have snow blowing in at my house. Oh, was that what that was? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I, I saw the, the nah. fucking news blowing snow in there and so, I'm like... yeah, we pay, we pay for this company to come through and they blow in like, you know, thousands of dollars worth of snow for a couple hundred bucks because the neighbor knows the guy. Yeah. And so we have all the primos come from LA and all over. We must have had 40 people at my house. Um, three houses have bonfires in front. So... Add that factor into the fact that all my other kids are sick inside the house and we have a house full of kids that uh, it just, it makes it, you know, like I say, it's a tradition. Three years in a row running. Oh, that's cool, dude. Hey, how many, how many primos came over and said, hey, man, this ain't the kind of snow I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> they came with the roll-up dollar bills. I don't hang with them people no more. <laughs> I said, I'm a family man. These yeah, days. yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> exactly, dog. He's like, yeah, no, but yeah, it was a good time, man. And, um, you know, neighbors shipped in this year. It was cool, man. It's a good little tradition we have going on in my house, man. But, but that, I might say that to say this. I invited a couple people from work, and one of the guys that showed up, he brought his wife. This is the second year he's been there. His little kids, young kids. And my wife made a big old pot of pozole because every family has to make something, right? Yeah. And my buddy, Jimmy, outside, Jimmy's eating the pozole. He's like, oh, Robert, there's not too many people that make good pozole. Your wife, this is my third bowl. Yeah. And he was just digging in, man. How many non-stop. bowls of pozole did I have when I went to your house? Oh, I, I had more than two. Two, three bowls. Yeah. yeah it's do. mandatory, man. You yeah. have to. She <laughs> makes it to finish it. We don't want to yeah, save it overnight. Exactly. If you it. don't have more than one, what the fuck? What, you know, you got to have more than one. You're insulting one. my wife. Exactly. You're insulting my wife. I'm not, and I'm not one to insult, you know? She's not looking for compliments. She's looking for the fat bellies. Yeah, exactly. And when you rub, you have a little yeah. bit of pasoli on your shirt. Sure. Then she knows, okay. You yawn. He's, he's you yawn if you ask for a pillow, even better. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, nothing, nothing like a fresh bowl of pasoli and a couple cold beers. Damn it. Or in the morning, pasoli with a cup of coffee. Oh, man. Some coffee with a little canela in it. Cafe de olla. Dude, I, I, I'm married to a, uh, my Latino wife, man. And, and Where, where's every, her family from? Uh, her pops is from uh, uh, Zacatecas. Okay, and the mom? I think same place. Same place? Same vicinity. Oh, okay, okay. You know, the jefe, Mexico. And uh, everything my wife makes, she makes with love, man. People come to my house and eat food, and they're like, oh, when can we come back? You know, they have people, hey, can you have, can you have my wife make that red... Red rice, whatever you want. She'll make it for whoever. She's just a good woman, man. You know what? People Solid. people don't understand or underestimate when, when you say they make it with love. Yeah. That that right there is 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 the best ingredient. You know, you can say, yeah. oh, the, we got fresh beef and we got fresh ingredients. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. because with the person making it is there with the with the amarga look on their yeah. face. They're not in the mood. Yeah. It throws the whole recipe off. When they make it with love, oh, yes, shit. It's the difference of somebody having 10 ingredients and just slapping it together or somebody having three ingredients and making it with their heart. That shit with three ingredients is going to taste better than I don't give a fuck how many other ingredients they yeah. put in, man. And my wife, everything she cooks, she makes it for her family. Everything is home cooked at my house. Yeah. 
And um, there's not too many leftovers, man. If there's oh, leftovers, yeah. then she's like, why? Well, no, nobody's eating, and she gets yeah. pissed off. But uh, man, my my yeah, I'm, I'm blessed, man. Yeah, I do. The the saying, uh, like my mom's uh, sister would say, "Hermana, hazlo con amor, hazlo con amor." You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what she? My mom, my mom's making stuff in Colima in front of her older sister, and she's like, it doesn't come out the same. And she's yeah. like, she goes, make it. She didn't give a direction like, oh, you're doing, you're toasting this wrong, no. or you're adding not enough salt. She goes. From I'd love to it. You're, miss, you're missing love. From the heart, and so that has stuck with me because it, 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 it's it's true. You can't you, you can't beat that shit. And you can tell when they're just prepping the food. Like my wife preps onions or cilantro or, or radishes. She separates them and and she's not just she separates them and she does it. The prep work is everything, man. I, I, I know I can go on for for days with my wife, but yeah, the, I'm a man. The, the devils in the detail. Absolutely, they, they, that, that, that ravenos are chopped up just just right, Absolutely. and yeah. Dude. I tell you this, I, I before I met my wife, I used to cook a lot. I, I was a single man, you know, made pastas and spaghettis and all this shit. You're an Italian man, right? Yeah. Okay. So I showed my wife how to cook with my recipes that I did. I can't even cook better than her and my own recipes. Right. She's added sugar to the spaghetti sauce. She's added this type and that. And I can't top that shit. Yeah. So she says, hey, can you, why don't you cook? It won't come out the same, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It just won't, you know? She's taking my recipes and bam the fuck out of them. Do a little love in there, that's Do it. Do the love it. in there, man. Yeah. The shit a, la, I missed, yeah. a la verga. A la verga, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. You that's, know? that's cool, man, that's cool. Yeah, and that, you know what uh, the, the saying is, uh, you get to it to the band through the heart, through the stomach. The stomach, the stomach. That's probably it, dog. She fucking, hey, I wanna, I wanna feed you something, doggy. Estoy enamorado. That was it. <laughs> you know, you know my wife. You, yes, you, you, yes. You knew my wife before I knew my wife. Uh, you were at the company before I was, I was there. Yes, I was. So, when I met my wife, um, and we started hanging out, we've been inseparable since. Inseparable. We don't argue. We don't. We don't go to bed with with grudges. We kiss every night before we go to bed. We never have an argument. And um, I, I could truly say that that I found my soulmate. And and everything she does within our relationship, it it's truly does it with love and caring. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Not a lot of people have that. You know. No, no, no. no I I, I, I agree. And, and you know what? To each their own. Because I I told my wife I go, I go. Our relationship is really good. I really like our relationship. I go, I go, go. But if we didn't argue, that would that would worry me because that would mean that you gave up. Mm. That that you're just you just stop caring. He just that's not true. I go, but I like arguing with you. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I that's like your a, personality. Right? I like a good argument, you know. And I used to be that way. Yeah, yeah. I used to like to have tension, and but that's what I grew up with. My family, we are aggressive yeah. towards each other, abrasive, you know. Uh -huh. And shit, as I got older, I don't have that. I'm abrasive. I mean, I'm a union rep for my company, and I'm abrasive with management when I need to be. Yeah. yeah. But I learned in a, as I got older that you you get you get what do they say you get more bees with honey, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you have to finesse your way through yeah. the argument. Yeah. And sometimes you got to give up. Okay, you know what? You win. Yeah. Just to save face, you win. I, I I'll, I'll take the L. Oh yeah. And I walk away thinking I could have argued this 15 more minutes, but fuck it, I'll just move on. But it's like like I'm gonna lose. Say ten oranges to gain eleven. What's yeah. the point? Yeah. You know, and then yeah, I, 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 and you then there's tension there. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You go to you go to bed and you're like, I, I think I'm about getting them tonight, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, we don't even argue. And I don't get it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. but life is good, my brother. I can't complain, man. I'm I'm, I'm 
48 year old man living my best life, man. And I've oh, been no. through a lot of shit in my life, so I'm I'm a I'm a blessed man, brother. All right, all right, I'm that's that's, man. that's cool, man. That's cool. Hey, um, shit, I uh, um, I know that we're going through some shit right now with uh, this country, mm. and uh, you know, I, I'm watching watching the news yeah. and. Uh, Okay. Are we going to war? Are, no, well, are, are we at war right now? Well, I think my opinion is what the bozo in the White House did was an act of war, an act of aggression towards another country. Uh-huh. Um, it, it wasn't just, he didn't have justification. He's he doing it. So what I heard, I listened to a lot of progressive type of radio. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. But I heard a lot of progressive radio. And some of the details that are coming out, what I heard today was apparently Trump and this guy who he just killed got into a Twitter war. Trump tweeted something about the government over there, and uh, the guy re- <laughs> the guy responded really to Twitter. You won't see it in American media, but I guess RT reposted this or somebody in, on Europe, Europe reposted it and said if you want to talk about our government and the military direct those questions towards me. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I'm in charge of the military. Yeah, yeah. And and it, I guess it pissed Trump off. Really? And then a few days later, a few weeks later, he, uh, Ayatollah, the guy that runs the country, mm-hmm. responded, yes, direct your questions, Trump, or your aggression towards this guy. And then a few weeks later, he kills this guy. So, you know just what? crazy, man. I, you know, from what I heard, it was the whole, like Chris Rock said, the whole Michael Jackson uh, scenario. <laughs> Where he's running for office, he wants to start a war. Well, Michael Jackson's not around to suck another kid's dick. <laughs> to, <laughs> to distract them. To, to, to take the yeah. attention away from the, the from what's going on, the impeachment, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Michael Jackson's not around, so this guy's starting a war, and he starts a war with him. I, I, I had never heard that right there, the whole Twitter war thing. Yeah, that's what Trump, that's what Trump Trump's tweeting behind Twitter fingers. Really? Yeah, but... Even on top of that, there was a big old email dump of information recently that was going to hurt Trump in a negative way with the whole Ukraine scandal and this and Deutsche Bank um, found out that some of the loans that Trump got through Deutsche Bank were underwritten by a Russian guy who just committed suicide. And all that shit just came out like uh, a couple days ago or a, a couple days, maybe yesterday, I don't remember. But and that was about to be big headline news. So what does Trump do? What's the Republican MO is? They start a war to get reelected. You know, they start, you know, look at this. Don't look at this. Look at this. The, you know, the carry on the stick mentality. The, the, the magician. And the the magician. magician. Look yeah, at the right man. hand. Don't look at the left. Right? Yeah, yeah, man. So at the end of the day, it's a scary time we live in, man. If you're a father with kids and you vote Republican, I hope you're taking your kids to the military recruiting office on their 18th birthday, man, because every Republican president since Reagan has created wars to win a re-election, man. Um, you can say that, that Clinton did it with Wag the Dog and the Monica Lewinsky thing, but it's not the same. Iran is a nuclear powerhouse. The eighth, eight, the, the, the number eight biggest army in the world, without the proxies that they have throughout, they control. That guy they killed ran Syria, Lebanon, Yemen. He, his, his tentacles were wide and deep. The guy is revered as a national hero in that country. Really? And there's no way that dumbass Trump can go in there and drop a bomb on this guy and not think of the repercussions. Obama could have done it. He chose, he realized the repercussions. Even dumb, dumb baby Bush could have done it back in the day and they recognized the repercussions. 
Then we got this dipshit in Mar-a-Lago that did it. I don't know if he thought of the repercussions, but it definitely has the potential of starting a world war. And I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Chinook, but just over the holiday weekend, China, Russia, and Iran made their own pact saying that they will protect themselves if, if America shows aggression. And this weekend, they're having a military coup d'etat in the ocean to show their force. Is, is that, because so, usually you see attacks like this on the news. Hey, we attack so-and-so for, for their aggression. We attack so We attacked this, was it was a general, right? Yeah. We attacked this general. Number two in, in the country. Attack him. We kill him on his, he was on his way somewhere, right? He was in Iraq. Yeah. We attack him, and I've never seen them say World War Three. They've never said that. It's always been an attack, and that's it. Now they're calling it World War Three when well, they attack I, him. I think they're kind of they're kind of jumping the gun with the World War Three thing. I think because, and this is just my opinion. You know, opinions yeah. are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Yeah, but I, I got, think I got two. But go ahead. Okay, <laughs> I think personally that the stakes are too high. The technology of today, World War Three, would be an annihilation of the human species. I personally think. Yes. And yes. Russia has too much to lose. China has too much to lose. They're a nation. We could, everybody starts throwing bombs and it's over. Mankind as we know it is over. Roaches are left. Yes, roaches. And um, to say it's World War Three is kind of jumping the gun. Yeah, people were going to die in Iraq. You know, they're American people. Uh, civilians are going to die in Iraq. Yeah. This is a country that is known to kidnap people, American soldiers, American uh, uh, personnel, and play hardball. They're not some, they're not, it's not Iraq. This is Iran. Mm-hmm. Iran, who has nuclear capabilities, number eighth world power in the world. Mm-hmm. Just in Iran, not talking about Iran's strongholds in, in neighboring countries, Syria, Lebanon, and all these other countries, Yemen. Who, who this general was running all these other countries. And I don't think Trump could see past his fucking wig on his head, man. Do you think that he uh, he overdid it? Where oh, yeah. The whole point was to kind of throw a little shade on what he was doing, and he fucked with the wrong dude. Oh, yeah. He should have ki- killed, like, number eight in line instead of number two in line, right? Yeah. He fucked with the wrong dude. I think this guy is in Mar-a-Lago, flexing, talking oh. shit. His son, Eric Trump... Tweeted out, there's about to be held about to be paid, right? Or something like that. We're about to unleash hell or some shit like that. Really? Just before this, and then that Twitter had been, it disappeared since. So people are saying, did, he, did this dummy tell his kids before he talked to the eight powerful people in the world, our congressmen, yeah. Schumer, and the other people in Congress? Did he tell his kids before he even talked to our own government? It sounds, the guy it is, sounds like you're right. The guy's yeah, as yeah. crooked as a three dollar yeah, bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? The over brunch he's talking. We don't about have we don't have a joint chiefs of staff in our military. We don't have none of these people that are a throttle. You know, General Mattis, the bulldog of the government. He's out of there. He's like Trump is a fucking hothead. Yeah. You know, even even Bolton, who 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 was a son of a bitch that wants war with Iran. I'm sure he's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So it's crazy, man. It's a crazy time we live in, man. But you know, as a father of young kids, man, I hope it doesn't go, you know, you know, further and get other countries involved. Because, like I say, Iran, China, um, Russia, them, them uniting, kind of creating their own NATO, is a scary thing. It's a test, man. We are not deaf. We're definitely not the voice of reason around the world. And I say that with quotes. Because America, everybody knows America is 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 just kills people at will whenever they want. 
to push their agenda. But I hope that this is not a path to more destruction, man. You know, I truly, I'm, I'm my personal opinion. I'm a Bernie guy, man. I think we get further along the, the path of human human civility if if we're peaceful and 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 take care of our people, man. This idiot in the White House now promised to bring our troops home. As I say that, there's 3,500 troops boarding the plane to go over there right now. And, yeah. and he uprooted the Kurds. He banished them. Iran came in and took care of the Kurds. So now the Kurds, our allies who was fighting ISIS, are now working with, with Iran. They know. They have, our, they have our ammunitions over there still. They, we gave bases up to the Russians and Iranians over there in, in Syria and Iraq and those places. And yet, here we are with, 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 with the orange man in the White House you know, have a potential of, of causing destruction around the world. This is not just going to affect Americans. This is going to affect Iraqis, you know, everybody in that region, Turks, you know, everybody, man. It's a sad state of affair where we're at today. I mean, I, 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 I agree. And you know the way I explain it, you know, my younger kids, I explain to them, I go, um, I go, the way you look at it is the way it's like Star Wars. I go, our president is Darth Vader. That's, yeah. the, that's the way it is. It's Darth Vader and... And all smaller countries, they're 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 the 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 Luke Skywalker and everything. But you know what? Trying to kind of fix shit, you know. I think I think I hate using this word, but well, use it. He's yeah. more of like a retarded Darth Vader. He he don't have the com basic common sense of mm -hmm. right from wrong. Yeah. He's like a fake mob boss wannabe type. You know, he don't have the common. He just think people bow down because of a title that he has. Meanwhile, his own people don't even like him. You know what I mean? What does it make the other countries going to respect him? The guy was just laughed at at the fucking the G30 meeting, whatever the fuck that was. He yeah. was a laughing stock over there. You know, yeah. the guy's yeah. a clown. When he came into office, how many people resigned? Dude? Oh, immediately. They yeah. were out of there. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's just a clown, man. It was a bad... America, I used to be proud to say I was American young when I was younger, but, you know, the last 10, 15 years, I mean, I didn't vote for Obama the second time around. I didn't vote for Clinton. I voted third party. I'm more of an independent than anything just because I look at the overall picture mm -hmm. and um, the Trumpsters I work with, they're right away, oh, you're just a Democrat, oh, you're, just, you're Obama, Obama. And I'm not. I didn't like Obama. Obama fucking deported all kinds of Mekanos, man. That fucking mm -hmm. pissed me off. I'm, I'm white. I consider myself Chicano. I grew up in the hood, Highland Park. I consider myself grounded to brown people that did took care of me. Did you say you're white? I'm white. I'm Italian man. You're Italian man. I'm an man. Italian man that grew up in the hood. Yes. Grew up in Highland Park in the 80s and 90s. And I'm, I'm white, but I don't have blonde hair or blue eyes. And white people didn't like me because I wasn't white enough. And Mexicans didn't like me because they didn't speak Spanish. But the Chicanos I grew up with accepted me with open yeah, arms. Yeah, and, 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 that's our MO, bro. And that's, that's it, our, brother. They took me <laughs> in. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm loyal to my people. I consider the Chicanos, Mexicanos my people because they truly care about the soul of the person, not the image of the person, right? Oh, yeah. And my mother-in-law is an immigrant, and my father-in-law is an immigrant, rest in peace. They came over in the trunk of a car, and when I met my wife, I heard their story. I remember I went with, with the LA Union, LA, LA Federal Union in LA. I went to uh, protest Sheriff Aparo in, in, uh, in Arizona. Arizona yeah. Back in the day, I took one of the bus, went over there, and people were like, why are you doing white? What the fuck are you doing over there? I said, but I'm speaking for the people that can't speak, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm marching in the fucking, it was 110, 15 degrees like an oven, Shit. and I'm out there with my fucking picket sign, yelling at these fucking racist people from Fox News, talking shit about Mexican people, and reminding these motherfuckers that this fucking land that we stand on today, 
was a Mexico land first. It was immigrant land first. Mm-hmm. Y'all white motherfuckers came here, immigrated here. Don't forget, you can't be selective with history. So if you're gonna talk about immigration, go back home, get on that fucking boat and get your ass back to Europe, you fucking immigrants. That pisses me off, yeah. and I say that coming from a white guy. I'm white, Italian. My father's Sicilian. My mother is is American. My my grandmother is Native American. My grandpa's French. That's why my mother's maiden name is Lamanda. But at the end of the day, I still ride for my brown people, man. Yeah, because yeah. they don't have enough people speaking up for them, man. Native people. Native people. This is native land first. Don't get that twisted. Hey, you know what? Uh, a lot of people, uh, when as those questions come up, and I go, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm American Indian from my dad's side, and I'm Mexican from my mom's side. I go, nobody belongs here more than I do. Of course. <laughs> right? of course. I'm, I'm like, fuck, I don't, you know, like, how can you kick me out of this? <laughs> yeah, right? right? <laughs> it breaks my heart that these kids that are coming over, that are that are being put in cages, they're not saying the whole truth, man. These, They're migrating because of climate change, and they can't eat and shit, so they... They're forced to. I mean, as a human, don't you find it in your heart to take care of people? And a lot of these people are Christians. And I say that with quotations because if Jesus was here today, he would immigrate here. And you're going to put him in a cage? Yeah. The fuck's wrong with you people, man? Wake <laughs> up. The reality is you can't be selective when it comes to history. Yeah. If you're going to speak about history, going back to where you come from, all you blonde hair, blue eyed motherfuckers, jump on that boat and go back to Ireland wherever the fuck you came from, the European native lands of Caucasus Mountains, get your fucking asses back over there and, and eat your fucking potatoes, wherever the fuck your native land food is, and have at it. Leave, don't go to Mexico and preach Happy Cinco de Mayo and talk about build the wall, motherfucker. Get your fucking ass out. Hey, you guys, so this is what happens if Frankie's not around. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hey, shouldn't have got me riled up. Hey, you know, you know what, dude? You're, you know... It's all good, cat. It's all good. Hey, I'm gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> all right, and uh, oh, that's good. yeah, I guess we're back. Shit. All right, uh, we're back. We're uh, took a quick break, refilling some drinks, and uh. Shit, you know what? Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? Whoever joins us is fucking welcome to speak their mind. I'm glad you're speaking your mind because if you didn't, it'd be, it'd be a waste of time, dude. You know, yeah, you'd yeah. go home and you'd be like, "What the fuck what kind of sell I was I?" You, you, you know, speak your mind, dude. Speak your mind. You know what? Since you're in the, in a speaking your mind kind of mood, I always had a question because um, we've never had any um, anybody who's really familiar with uh, the whole weed. Fucking, because mm. weed has grown. Uh, cannabis. 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 Why, why do you call it cannabis? I call it weed. I, 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 weed is like a derogatory term, I think. Really? I, I feel some of the weed heads think that that's a derogatory term. Cannabis is what the plants originally been called for, for, for years, right? Oh. No, 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 no. I mean, school me, dog. I don't, I well, don't know. I call it weed because when I was young, I, hey, we got a little a 10 sack of weed. I, I yeah, know. no, it was Yeska in my days. It was oh, yeska. yeah, it was yeah, better, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, I mean, weed is, is a natural herb that I feel that was put here for healing, you know? It was, and then it was legal back in the day. 
way back in the day they used it as medicine. They put it in cough syrup, I heard, and you could find it. It's all over the you could Google this shit. And it was used as a as 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 in a medicinal form, right? Um the lumber industry took then, it out. Then, then the uh, Rothschilds, I believe they were, had acres and acres of paper, of trees, and they wanted to create paper mill. Hemp was used as fuel. Hemp is so vice, uh, uh, volatile. No, not volatile. So vast that you could use it in anything. You could eat it, make fuel, heal with it, all kinds of stuff. And it was a direct threat to the Rockefellers. I think it was the Rockefellers that. Um, it was gonna, it was going to encroach on their profits. So mm-hmm. what they do in the fifties, they they demonized it and said made that whole, uh, that whole uh, video video the, that yeah, yeah yeah and they demonized it and and said it's the devil's stuff and this and that and the truthful truth is, it's proven today we we're, we're we we can't be blind to the fact that as we sit here today. It helps more people than it hurts. You can't OD on it. You OD, you go to sleep. Yeah. So what? But the end result is you have people that are uprooting their families that live in these red states that moving, going, and selling everything they own to take their kid that has epileptic seizures and they move to Colorado and their kid stopped having seizures. Mm. You know, how dare you vilify this and that vilification of that plant comes from ignorance, really. Well, I don't know about ignorance. It's more of a financial gain, right? Uh, no, because no. Some people vilify it, and yeah, yeah, on, on, a, on a corporate level. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. It was a financial thing. They went and they, and they made the videos where they show. I, I think they even went as far as showing. Reefer uh, Madness was the reefer, video. Yeah, reefer Madness. And then was there uh, African Americans in there? And they showed yeah. them. Oh, they showed. They said they they rape your women and all yes, that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But the truth is, man, it's a it's a relaxer, right? I mean, I mean, shit, I've been smoking wild, but. And nevertheless, it's it really does calm your nerves. You have anxiety. It helps you sleep at night. It truly is a medicine. It's medicinal, and um, you know when it, I remember back a couple years ago when it was Prop Two Fifteen, you can go to a dispensary. This was years ago. I said, let's go see. I said, I have so many friends that grow it and have access to it. I said, let me go see what these are about, right? Uh-huh. So I remember I drove from Pico de Rivera, the time I was living in Pico de Rivera, down to downtown LA to check out this dispensary I walk in thinking it's gonna be a bunch of drug dealers right and I opened the fucking door of this place Chinook and there was a little old lady there was an, a younger lady with a nurse's outfit there was a dude that looked like a fucking businessman mm-hmm. there was a vast mix of people and when I walked in they all just kind of gave me the nod like yeah what's up you know yeah. like and it was a common connection that we all knew while we were there. Uh-huh. So this plant will help us in whatever way, uh-huh. medically, help us sleep. At the time, I was having body pains, I have bad knee, I have issues with my health. And this helps all that, pains and aches. And it's, you're able to enjoy a better quality of life, I feel, my personal feeling. I'm proof to that. Um, back in the day, I've suffered from depression. I've suffered from a lot of, you know, I was diagnosed 5150 way back in the day before I met you. And I was given Paxil, heavy, heavy antidepressant drugs, where my depression and my suicidal thoughts increased 10,000 times fold. So at the time I had a job, I couldn't smoke. So I said, either I take these fucking medical pills 
it's going to make me worse, probably off myself. I remember before I met my wife and before I met you, I was working with the cable company over in Eagle Rock. And there was nights I was going to bed with a shotgun in my mouth thinking this might be the night I kill myself. I couldn't take it anymore. I was going through a heavy dose of depression. And um, I finally woke up one day. My mom came in, caught me a couple of times, cried. We cried together. And um, I ended up saying, you know what, mom? I'm just going to go back to smoking weed because it helped me when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. And I used to drive around the cable truck with a bottle of vinegar in the back seat. Because mm-hmm. I knew if they ever did a random drug test, I could fucking chug a bunch of vinegar. Yeah, yeah. And I could piss it out and pass. And it worked a couple times. I never got caught. But, you know, I'm glad to say in the day, and it helped me with my pains and my aches, and I'm a better man today. What's the current uh, replacement for vinegar? Because I know that's, that's already... Um, I think these days right now, a lot of companies are going away from it because they don't want the lawsuit. So some companies, and again, I don't smoke it. I don't partake in it anymore. I kind of backed out of it a lot, a lot of it. With, I live a better life these days. But um, a lot of companies pulled back just because it's legal in California. And they don't want the lawsuits. So companies that are backed by a federal funding or something like that, mm-hmm. there's more risks of that happening. Yeah. But um, I think if you go get a doctor's note, it'll help you along the way. Yeah, but you don't I'm want to be sure. known as that company that fired this guy who was taking it for his glaucoma. Yeah, right? for example, I hear um, that uh, there a UPS. I don't know if it's UPS, but I know it's a Teamster. It's a Teamster outfit that a guy got fired. He was a driver. He got fired. He fought. Did the whole medical marijuana thing, and he got his job. Excuse me. Got his job back, back paid and everything, but he had a union to protect him. And they pursued it all the way to the top. And there's people that I work with that also um, found out about that. And they have that angle that they could use if they need to. But I'm hoping soon that corporations are going to stop. THC is not, I don't think you should be driving on it. I don't think that you should be, you know, dumb pothead. It's a stereotype. But I think that responsibly taking it, it just makes you more focused. You know, there's a lot of, Joe Rogan, for example, was a big anti-pot guy. Until he smoked it and realized, holy shit, this is more medicinal than anything. And now he's a he goes on the Beat Real show and he there's a podcast out there and he he advocates about it, man, because he realizes that it's a good stuff. I, I I agree. You know what? I wish I could come home and take a little brownie, a little yeah, yeah, a little yeah. small brownie, take it, fucking watch an episode of Star Wars, you know, whatever's on. Go to sleep. And, and go to sleep because yeah. I don't. I fucking drink alcohol and and fucking alcohol is fucking killing me. Not just you. Alcohol is probably the number one killer of legal, legal shit that you could take. Yes. How many people die and they're not even drinking, but they get hit by the asshole that's been drinking. Yes. And their whole family gets wiped out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Weed, you get high. What do you do? Fall asleep at the stop sign? Wait yeah. for it to turn green? I mean, yeah. what the fuck? You, you, you fucking, you, you smoke some joint and you get into a car accident and nothing happens because you're doing eight miles an hour, you know? <laughs> or you forget to put the key in the ignition, you know what I mean? Exactly. You're, you're not out there. Yeah. I mean, and even there's a cop somewhere I've seen a, uh, some, some high-ranking official said, it's not the potheads that are out there causing accidents. It's if anything, the potheads are gonna offer you offer you some of the, your munchies in the passenger seat. You know yeah, what I mean? Have a slice of have a, sli- have a cookie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, and it, it's truly it, it really got vilified because it affected certain people's profits in the corporate level. Oh yeah. And yeah, now you, you know look at it, everybody are. and their mother wants to get involved in that business. Yeah, man. I agree. You, you get you get high and you know, you you don't get high and hit your wife. 
No. You get drunk and you fucking hit your wife. You come home with kill him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you him. get high. You don't fucking do it up to your wife. You no. know. You have some fucking mediocre sex you, that didn't really work out too well. You, you get right? high and eat a peanut butter jelly with a bell pepper sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's about the extent of creative and shit. Yeah. Right? And next you know you're a fucking yeah. chef with with Nilla wafers and fucking. <laughs> Mayonnaise and shit. Like, what did I paint that, honey? Uh, that's not you. <laughs> yeah. <are> high, huh? <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't really partake in it these days, man. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm glad. Would you? Would you? If it was a hundred percent, like legal at your work. If it's if it's if it's legalized on a federal level, which I think is yes. coming soon, mm-hmm. um, I would. But you know, with this day and age, it, there is a, a sign of, of paranoia when you do smoke it, and there's. You got to be in the right state of mind, it seems like. If you have a little bit of, of paranoia there and you smoke, it's going to amplify that. Uh-huh. So the way our current political spectrum is, I, I, I can't. I'd be paranoid. Uh, thinking fucking Russia dropping you know bombers. What? You know, I'm glad you're saying that because sometimes people are one-sided and won't, won't talk about the bad side of it. But you're talking yeah. about the bad side of the week because, you know, it, it, it could make you a little bit paranoid, you know? Um, Shit. You want to hear a crazy story about being paranoid? On the yeah, that's what we're here for. Good Lord. So I had a friend of mine years ago, we were taking the families out to Scandia over here in Ontario mm-hmm. up to 15. And this guy is a big weed head. So we get there and he's like, he's like, hey, take this little piece of chocolate, there's a little thing called a punch bar. And it was supposed to be in four doses. Uh-huh. And I go, I'm going to break it up. He goes, no, nah, just take it. You'll be all right. I already took two of them. I'm good. I'm like, fuck, all right. I took this fucking chocolate Chinook and it was only about an inch by inch size. Size of a thumb, right? A little bit bigger, about two thumbs. And about an hour later, I am tripping balls, dude. I sit down and I get up and I'm hunched over like an old man. And my wife's like, babe, you got to, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. I'm fucking tripping. And she walks me back to the fucking car to put me down to go to sleep like a fucking injured dog. (laughs) And my kids, I hear my kids, dad, what's wrong with mom? I'm laughing in my mind like, holy shit, I'm fucking tripping. And... My wife has to tell my kids, oh, he's okay. He just, she's just tired. Uh-huh. So the next day, I wake up in the morning, and I'm still high. Really? So I look at the paper out of my pocket. The fucking thing was like 290 milligrams. Oh, and it said shit. to break it into fours. And here I'm thinking, yeah, dude, I, I, I haven't ate an edible since. This was no, like years shit. ago. Fuck. Edibles and me don't mix, dude. I don't fuck with edibles. Is it is it because of the concentration? You, oh yeah. Like when you smoke a joint, you know, okay, I'm gonna take two puffs, I'm good. But when you have an edible, you have no idea how much is fucking in that yeah. cookie. You, you hear that yeah. a lot. Yeah. You hear, you hear that a fucking two hundred and ninety, two hundred and ninety milligram bar, I, and it was what's what's like what's by, like for me as a beginner. What would be good for me to take? 10, 20 milligrams. Exactly. More, I, not even yes. more than that. You'd be fucked. Yeah. Fucking 290. You should have used Jesus that to God. make a batter of other yeah. shit, right? Like you you break like, it into fours. Like you're gonna, 10 cookies. You're going right? to get yeah. like, yeah, man. It was nuts, dude. And I, 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 People handed me edibles since, and I gave them away, man. I don't want to. I want nothing to do with them. Yeah. A couple of puffs on a joint a couple months back was good. You know, decent. Okay, I'm good. Put it out and go to bed. And it helps you sleep, and it helps you keep your mind cool. But again, you know, there's a potential there of, of you know, being vilified as a pothead or into that. But truth be told, man, there's way more people that smoke it that don't admit it. I mean, I was at a house. I work in a public sector, and I'm in people's houses all the time. And I went to this guy's house recently, and you wouldn't think he was a hardcore conservative man. And I walk in a guy's house, 
he got his MAGA hat hanging on the hat rack when you walk in the door. I'm thinking, oh, this guy, he's, he, seemed, he seemed cool, but he was still on that side of the spectrum. Yeah. And he has a dab rib hooked up, a dab rig hooked up, and bongs out on the table and watching Fox News. And <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, is this, is this this kid's setup, you know? Yeah. And as I'm working there hooking up his shit, he's smoking the way. I'm like, sir, you can't do that while I'm here. I'm, I'm working, you know? You can't be puffing. Yeah. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm medical. I can do this. And I go, yeah, you can, but I can't go back to work stinking like this, guy. Yeah. And it's just the spectrum of people, old ladies. You know, it, it's just a wide, people don't really, they're not out there because they still feel vilified, but, you know, it's more of a med- medical thing than anything at this stage. Because you got to remember, you know, back in fucking Woodstock in those days, they were smoking weed. How, how old are those people now? You know, yeah. that's where they're at now. Yeah. They're older that's, that's than it. us. That's that generation I just talked about. We're right running there. into them, like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, shit, I think it's at Woodstock, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, how has weed changed in, in, in for, like I was said, when you used to grow it in your backyard, Next to the yerba buena, to now that like Procter and Gamble is involved in oh, it. Oh man, it's more medicinal clothes environments that are just everything is is to a T, man. Like the light spectrum, the humidity, it's just everything is done on a very very scientific level, man. And you the the, the A grade of weed that's out there today, you don't need a lot. You know what I mean? It's all crystallized and tricloned. And oh, hold on, what's crystallized mean? Um, it's not like the actual plant, the green matter, the flower that gets you high. It's, it's the shiny stuff, the trichomes, the crystals on the plant, mm-hmm. the heads. That's the stuff that holds those THC crystals. And some people take fresh plants, just harvest it, and they put it in, in, a, in a hash bag, and they, they wash it. They call it washing it, and they take all those crystals out, and they concentrate it, and they make hash. And that stuff is so concentrated that yeah, it'll 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 get you by the boo boo, man. No if you're shit. not careful. So yeah, the times that change from from fucking grabbing that weed from the plant yeah. and just rolling a joint to yeah, to now having fucking uh, Rip- scientists and yeah. you, know, you know what I I was I always thought that that would happen that you know when you make it legal then you got fucking uh, big corporations involved in that shit. Yeah. You got fucking but there's a there's a corporation right now called Med Medmen. Who had billions of dollars in stock, or millions of dollars in stock options? They lost their ass because you have all these chads out there, all these dudes that have mommy and daddy's trust fund baby money, mm-hmm. and they don't, they can't grow weed. They have million dollar operations. They can't grow weed if, if it, if the instructions were written in, in braille, you know, and they're blind. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they're losing it left and right. And then you have these hoodlum dudes that are out there growing in their closets as kids that has perfected it. And parlayed it, boom, 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 Let boom, me ask and you, made it into something. Because there's love in it. It's because it's it's made with love. Made brother. with love. Made yeah. With no, love. Hey, hey, you yeah. know what? Love yeah, is man. fucking universal. It could you apply it to fucking pozole or or uh, fucking mota. Yeah, yeah. You know, when, when when you do it with love, or you're gonna be the best at it. Yeah. You you can't have these big corporations mass producing it. And what's wrong? What's 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 the formula? Why is this fucked up? No, yeah. there's no love in it. Yeah, these fucking. Stoner dudes, you know, listen, watching a Cheech and Chong movie, yeah. doing it with love. And it's because it was so vilified and they were so secretive about it that all these secrets were, were kept within them. Now they got licenses and they want to share their knowledge because for years they just wanted to show people what they were growing. Mm-hmm. And man, I, I have friends that are in that business, man, and, and they're like, dude, you got to come by and check this out. And it's like, holy shit. 
you were just growing weed in a trap house a couple years ago, running from the cops, getting raided, and now you're legal with with 100 lights in here, and you're growing pounds of this stuff, and it's all legal what they're doing, completely legal. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a game changer for those types of people, you know, and, um, you know, I have kids, I don't want to do any of that shit these days, but, you know, if I ever lost my job, I have a good job these days, but if I ever lost my job, I'd probably get in that business just because, you know, I have people around me that, that were willing to teach me and show me the ropes, but, you know, it's just trying, it's testy still, there's still bad things about it when it comes to, you know, the potential of being raided, being robbed, you know, being, yeah, no. you know, this crazy, this crazy world we live in, man. People are desperate. So it, yeah, that, that, yeah. that prevents me from having that stuff around me, basically, man. Yeah, no, 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 I no. Nothing I, to do I, with it. Dude, I, I, I agree with you. And um, I think as a, I think what has to happen is time has got to move forward. And it's not that people are going to, are going to see it different. They're not going to learn something different. It's just. The old people that think different are gonna die. That's all. That's all yeah, they yeah. do. You know. Yeah, that generation's going away. Yeah. The, the faster they die, the, the less votes against weed. Yeah. Because everybody, everybody, I would say, under fifty years old, maybe fifty-five years old, is all for weed. But but I even, would say everybody over it, they went yeah. through that whole. So speaking of that, that generational difference, mm-hmm. remember that Republican Boehner or Boner? Or, yeah, yeah. He was oh, anti this and anti that. The fucking guy is a cannabis lobbyist in Washington for cannabis right now as we speak today. The GOP turned their back on him because of this, but the guy was a fucking bona fide drunk. He ran like a speakeasy back in the day, all alcohol. Now the marijuana scene is where it's at. He got into that. He flipped his his script. And that guy's out there ranting and raving about this stuff. So there's a, I think, to put it this way, man, to be honest with you, my personal opinion is... If everybody smoked weed, there, there wouldn't be so much aggression in the world, so much ag- uh, abrasiveness. More stoners would be, I mean, more people that are stoners would be more giving and, and, and make sure you're doing better than you were yesterday, you know? Mm-hmm. I think alcoholism is, is, is kind of an inward, an inward uh, release. Mm-hmm. And I think marijuana is a more outward sharing. You want to pass you... You're not passing beers around, mm-hmm. but you light a joint in a room and you're going to get past one or two, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I think if there was more of that in the world, the world would be a different place, man, you know? No, I, I agree. I agree that the, the, the end game would be nobody does fucking shit and it's healthy. But we're not there. Mm-mm. But the next step in, in, in it would be Stop drinking, start smoking weed. That, that's a step in the in the, in the right yeah. direction. As, as I'm drinking a, a, a screwdriver and you're drinking a tecate, we're talking about, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, because we can't smoke. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Dude, if you would have came here with the brownie and gave me a half a brownie, I would have taken it if it was legal. I would yeah, have. Yeah, you know, but not, we, I think it's this not is legal on the federal level. And that's what that's the downside to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they fucking they drug they drug test us. Yeah. So uh, this is what this is what we got to yeah. resort to. Yeah. We got to resort to something worse than what yeah. is illegal. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, I, I, it's sad. I, I, but hopefully, you know, I'm great. I'm I'm thankful for the day and age we live in today. That when my kid is of age, he won't have to worry about the things that I had to worry about. You know, going to jail for a bag of weed in my pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, if when my kid is of age, if he chooses that later on, I hope he doesn't. But if he does, you know, he won't have to go to jail and have have a record on. You know, there's the governor of I think Illinois just became the governor, and he just he just ratified like eleven thousand convictions 
wipe them off the books. Here, go start your life without this thing hanging over your head. Yeah. We need more of that. Yeah. These yeah. people that were vilified, the majority of them are in a color, it's their skin tone. There's more white people that do drugs. They just don't get caught. They're on campuses, college campuses. Mm. The brown kids that are dropouts, they're vilified, they're surged, you know, stop and frisk policies in New York. They put them in that situation. The policies are what put people in these situations, and I think it's a sad state of affairs. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm on much on that, dude. Jesus, right. How's your drink? It's good, man. Yeah. I like it. You know what? I, I would say, uh, Good it's, orange, it's made with love, man. Good orange juice makes <laughs> makes makes a good a screwdriver, you know. I think you put a little bit of your of your of your heart in it too, because I, I, I taste the love. <laughs> the fat came to the top. Like rasa came to the top. <laughs> a little masa on the top, dog. <laughs> oh shit, that's fucking good, yeah, man. man. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back. All right, you guys. Uh, I think we're back. Fuck this. Every time I pause this, I worry about it. Yeah, I guess we're on. Okay, guys, we're back, and you know what? Um, Frankie's off, and uh, we got uh, Bobby here. And you know what? I, I knew what I was getting into when I brought him on, and I, you know what? I didn't care. I, I, I knew, I knew what his ideas were, his political views on weed, and, and I, and it, I knew that. But you know what? It, it's, it's, it's always good. It's always good to have a different opinion, different, you know, different person. And, and uh, I know we, we had a. Very few laughs on this one, right? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Hey, it, it, it's, it, it is what it is. I the, enjoyed the, it. the comedian is at Disneyland right now. Yeah. So this, I, this is what you're stuck with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, hey, it, it is what it, what, what it is, man. And you know what? And I, and I was expecting that. You know, a lot of the subjects that I had uh, written down and I said, this is what we're going to talk about. That's that's what it was, you know? Because, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to ask them fucking questions that, that have nothing to do with who the fuck he is, you know? So I learned him and, and spoke, with, with, you know, uh, with, you, you spoke uh, very intelligently about subjects you, you were aware about, you know? I was very candid about certain subjects? Or yeah, what? hey, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, 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 a, I'm a pretty serious dude, man. People either like me or they hate me, you know? There's no middle ground with me, man. And, and it is what it is. Some things rile me up and, and some things I'm passionate about, man, but... One one thing I am certain in, man, is is we are here to treat, leave, leave a little bit of imp, uh, uh, leave people in better position than we left them in, man. And if I change a couple people's mind about certain things, great. If I didn't and you hate me, then you know it's okay with me too, man. But it is what I it is what it is, and I am who I am, man. So I don't feel that I I if I if I broke somebody's heart about their political opinions, I apologize. But that is who I am. That is what I stand by, man. And. and uh, you know, it is what it is. She look knows who I am, what I'm about. I would be more disappointed if you do. You want yourself to. That would fucking cool. bother the shit Appreciate out of me. That. You know what I mean? So Appreciate I'm that. glad you, sp- you spoke your uh, your mind. And uh want to thank everybody for uh, uh, hanging on to us and being on another, uh, listening to another episode of uh, No Father, No Problem. Cash, uh, you, you have a father? Nope. All right, there we go. Father's Day for me was a dark day, and then I had kids, and it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, isn't it? Yeah, isn't man. it? Hey, you know what though? I I, I, I disagree, because I sit there, my kids, uh, you know, gave me stuff, and and I always sit there like, fuck, I I never had the the urge or the want to want to give my dad stuff. Why not? Why didn't I have that? I, he just didn't deserve it, you know. Well, my, my kids wake him up in the morning. Happy Father's yeah, Day, yeah, and then they yeah. they bring gifts, oh, and oh, they, oh, they, yes. and they they jump on the bed. I don't I don't like my kids on my bed, dude. No, <laughs> you, man. They jump on the bed, and they never get the fuck out. But you know what? For <laughs> you, you know who your father is. 
I don't even know how to spell my father's name. I'd never seen a picture of my father. Oh, I think shit. my mom cheated, or I think my, the story that I heard was, mm-hmm. uh, my mom was a seamstress and working for a company in LA, and the, my father was a driver, and he wine and dined my mom, and eventually got him, take her, took her out, right? I think my father was a married man, and my mom knew it, because uh, when I was a teenager, and we got my first computer, I started looking up my dad's name, and my, uh-huh. wife, my mom came and started crying, and she felt ashamed. I said, no, mom, while you're alive, I'll never do this again. I never did it. Uh-huh. So I, I couldn't be mad at my dad. I didn't. I don't think my dad even knew I was born. My mom tried to have an abortion, I heard. Oh, and right. here I am, you know. But So I don't have that connection of anybody, a male role model, right? Mm-hmm. So it was always a dark day. And I remember in elementary school, people making Happy Father's Day cards. And I'm sitting there fucking twiddling my fingers. Like, who the fuck is a father, you know? Yeah, yeah. But as I started having my kids, man, like seeing my the birth of my kid... It was fucking just an overwhelming sense of love that I've never felt in my life. And every single thing I do, every single minute of my day, it's, it's for the benefit of them, you know? It, it, isn't that funny you have how, to think how, that how you could, um, you, you like, me, fucking kiss forever. I sit back and I think, I go, man, I, I worked so many fucking hours in the rain yep. through these conditions and it didn't bother me one bit. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. You come home, you come home, you come in, the kids are on the sofa watching TV. Your 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 boots your <laughs> boots are wet, your socks are wet. Yeah, man. You're you're you're, yeah, you're hungry. Yeah, man. You walk in and you look and you're like, all right. I, I, I can I see why I did all that shit. I, that's why I was that fucking that telephone pole for three hours yes, sir. pulling this and I, yes, it, sir. It, it's, it's funny how that, that fucking changes, you yeah, know? Man. You know, and as kids and as our kids get older and they realize that, oh shit, man, you know, dad did all that for us, you know? Yeah, I'm hoping. So in my life growing up, I was raised by a single mom with four kids four kids. I'm the third I'm the last of three siblings. Four siblings. Three siblings, I'm the fourth kid. You're the baby? I'm the baby. And growing up, we, we bounced around, you know, not really a lot. My mom was a single mom raising four kids. It was rough. And I remember as I had my kid, I see my kid being born. I made a promise and a pact that I will, I will break the cycle. I'll be the one in my family to break this cycle. Mm-hmm. And I worked every day after that to the benefit of I am one day going to buy my kids a home. Mm-hmm. Like I have to. It's my responsibility to put a roof over their head so they will never have to worry about do we have to move because the lights are being turned off yeah, and or this or that? And I'm the first in my family to buy a house. Well, I'm paying a mortgage, but, you know. Well, and everybody I, does. I, I'm, giving, I'm, giving, yeah. I'm giving my kids the opportunity of having their own room. Yeah. Shit, I never had my own room. I slept oh. on a fucking couch oh. until I moved out and got my own place, man. Dude, you know? I, I shared a couch yeah, with my yeah. brother. And you had to fucking and, fold up the couch before the guests came in to get your blanket. No, your no, this off. wasn't even a, a fold-up bed couch. It was a couch. I shared it, and my brother would be like, "Okay, your head's over there, my head's oh, over geez, here." So I would have his feet up. My dude, that was me. Yeah. And yeah. I remember a proud moment when I was a kid. <laughs> in our little house we lived in Highland Park, there was a laundry room in the back. It was basically the back door and enough space for the washer and dryer, and a little space for a, those old school fold-up lounge chairs. Uh-huh. And I was able to put a chair, that chair in there with some blankets, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is a bedroom," you know. Uh-huh. And it was not. As a kid, you think, you know, I got my own space, you know. Yeah. But it really wasn't. It was. I'm blocking the back door. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, when I and I, you know, when I had kids, I just said, "No, I got to break the cycle and bust my ass and do whatever I got to do 
So my kids would never understand that struggle, you know? And that's why I work New Year's Day. That's why I fucking come home exhausted. Like New Year's Day, I came home, ate, took a shower, went to bed, knowing that I gotta wake up the next day and do this shit over again. And I have no regrets. I do it with a smile on my face. Every morning I, leave, I go to work, I kiss all my kids goodbye, see you later. And I get home, the same thing, give, give them a kiss when I get home, give them a kiss before I go to bed. It's the highlight of my life as a 48-year-old man raising three kids with one mom, baby moms, my wife. It's the best life I've ever had, and I'm living it, man. And I'm, I'm, I bust my ass and I work my ass as hard as I can um, just so I can prov- be a provider, man. I'm a giver, and I would never stop, man. My kids so, are my Sometimes life, it's man. good to, uh, to, uh, to come from zero so that when you're out there working, you can see the difference. Yeah. You know, like, fuck, I, yeah. I used to sleep on a sofa. Now I got this fucking beautiful mattress. Yeah. Fucking beautiful woman. And, yeah, you know, and, and my kids are... It, yeah. It's nice to know the difference, you know? It's fulfilling. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and you, you know, like me, we're both oh, in the yeah. cable on call yeah. 3 o'clock in the morning. Yes. I remember fucking being on call during the El Nino days. Yes. On a pole in Montebello, fucking like... One o'clock in the morning, lightning's hitting the fucking two poles down for me, and it's fucking raining cats and dogs. I have an amplifier open trying to cover in the rain, and I'm thinking, what the fuck am I doing this for? And I remember my wife's home pregnant with my first son, so shut the fuck up, stay on those fucking gaffes, and get the system back up, because you only have two hours before your boss starts blowing up your shit. And we do it. That's what we do, right? That, that's that's and, the way um, are, man. Every day, like even just recently, the fucking rain. You wake up, throw your fucking raincoat on, tie your red wings up, and you fucking grind, man. Yeah. And you do what needs to be done for the benefit of not me, you know, for my kids and my wife and my family, man. I could die tomorrow and I could die a happy man, brother. Yeah. I know I'm doing my part, man. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I want to be able to fucking leave this earth and say, uh, my, I left my kids in a better condition yeah. than, than they left me, you know? And you know what? Uh, my my youngest is uh, seventeen, and she's a uh, shit. I wish and, I had that problem. Yeah, my youngest is nine. Dog. Yeah, I'm ten. She just turned ten. And uh, she is. She's been uh, trying to go to the Marines. Oh no! And, and and all of a sudden, fucking Trump's fucking fucking <laughs> doing this shit. And you know, I told her, hey, if you still want to do what you gotta do, go. You know, that's, that's it's your pedal. I I, 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 will, I will back I will back you up. You know, but I'm almost done, dude. I'm at that point to where. Oh, yeah, I'm, I don't have to worry about them. And I'll give you an example. Um, mm. My wife uh, works for UPS. Uh, her insurance kicked in. I, we don't, I don't got to pay my fucking $500 insurance anymore. I'm under hers. Teamster. Uh, under, Health benefits. Yes, sir. I'm under <laughs> hers. No problem. Yes, my sir. kids are growing up. They're paying rent. Now, now I look at the bank account. I go, fuck. Where'd all this money come from? Yeah. Well, it's because it's not that it's we're getting money from somewhere else. It's that money's not leaving the way it used yeah, to, yeah. you know. And and in the, the last four years, dude, it uh, it is very relaxing. A lot of load yeah. off my back, dude. You know what? You're used to. You have your family in your back, and you carry them, and you fucking do it with pride, and you you know you fucking go through this fucking earth, and you're carrying them with pride because you yeah, love yeah. it. And as as the kids start to jump off. Or contribute, all of a sudden that pressure jumps off of you, yeah, yeah. and then you're like, "Motherfucker, this is fucking cool." That's where I'm at. When you get there, you're gonna fucking love it, dude. Because all of a sudden, you, you guys go out to eat, and they're like, "Here, Dad, here you go." Oh. I got it. Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> you're, 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 
<laughs> you should have told me you paid for this. I, I would have got I, the lobster. I wish I had that problem. I, yeah, my hey. oldest is 16. You know, but, but you know what's you know what a rewarding feeling is a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, he says, that I, want, I just want to get a job so I can help you pay the rent. Uh-huh. Or help you pay the mortgage. I was saying, you get a job, you're not going to help me. I'm cool. You pay yeah. yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, I, I must admit, man. Uh, you know what, real quick? Uh, um, um, my daughter, when she turned 16, she applied at In-N-Out. Mm-hmm. And uh, two weeks later, she got interviewed. Two weeks after that, she got the job and started. So she, it was, it was still fucking the same month. She was 16 years old and she started working. I recommend that if hmm. your son will start working, work at In-N-Out, dude. They have a good structure there. Yeah, that's right here. Good, good structure there and, and just, it's, it's a good place to work, you know. Uh, hmm. Three three of my girls worked at In-N-Out and, you know, it, 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 it's not hard to get a job at In-N-Out? I heard it's hard, man. You know what? It's better if you know somebody, hmm. but if you walk in there, Fucking have a smile on your face and you know have, be very energetic, you know very. Yeah, yeah my son wants. He's in, he plays water polo for the local high school, man. He yeah. loves it, yeah. and he wants to get a job. I'm like, no, just focus on school and 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 water polo. And, and, you know, but and, I don't want to be overwhelmed, you know. Well, in in and out works with your schedule, you know. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. My my my. There's my one up from my house too, man. I don't, yeah, they're not too far, man. It's a good place to work, dude. It's a good That's place to work. I I recommend it. Dude. I recommend it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and the, you know. Me. Good benefits, good everything I hear. Well, they do offer up, but it, it's just probably not as, you know, they're still going to be under daddy because that's the yeah, best one, you know? Yeah, a good union. Yeah. So, um, um, my, um, shit, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say, dude. I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> hey, you were saying right now about how your kids are contributing, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. I, I really, I really, I, I talked about this in the past where uh, we'll go places and uh, my kids will be like, if they, if they, sometimes it's rare, but they, where they'll pay because it's a lot of us, or they'll pay for themselves, and that's the fucking best. Yeah. You know, a little bit, a little bit helps, man. Shit. Oh yeah, no, no, but you know, my kids are twenty six years old, twenty two years old. You got twenty six year old kids? Yeah, I'm a grandfather, dog. Fuck. Hey, Cass, I'm a gilf. I don't know if you're a gilf. <laughs> well, my wife, my wife, your wife, me. your wife would bang you. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think she wants to either. <laughs> With force, you know. <laughs> With force. So I promise I would do this. I like, get her old man, but yeah. No. I heard you put an Arnold Schwarzenegger mask on or something like that. What's on Schwarzenegger? <laughs> I don't know. Very looking dude. Chuck, him. Chuck Norris mask. No. <laughs> How old are you, dog? <laughs> oh shit, man! So Zac Efron, no, so Zac Efron. Oh come on, the fucking Disney guy. Hey, what's well, better than fucking Jesus? These guys, fuck. Yeah, but, but hey, that's that. You know, they're older, and you know, we go out to eat, and um, my, my wife say, "But I, I don't know if it's a Mexican thing, where like my wife would be like, hey, 'Hey, we're gonna go eat over here in case in case you guys want to join us,' or mm-hmm. you're saying, hey, I'm inviting you to eat over here.'" Those are two different things. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I tell you, te invito, it means I'm paying for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it yeah. says, I'm eating here. You pay for yourself. You guys want to join us. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are two different things. Yes, sir. So, I, I didn't know that. No, no, I, no, no. I didn't know that. If you invite people, you're inviting them with the expectation that I got you. Let's just show yes. up. Yes, If you say, hey, we're going to be here, whether you show up or not, I'm paying for my meal. Yes. And yes. that's the, that's just how it is. I, I, I didn't know that. So my wife would be like, well, just, just tell them we're going to be there. And I go, I don't understand the fucking difference. Explain this to me. No, there's a big fucking difference. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> either, either you're, you're going to, one's going to cost you more than the other. That's the difference, <laughs> brother. And the Mexican wife's going to know the difference. Believe yeah, me. And my wife knows the difference. And when the kids will show up, and then, uh, like I was saying, they will uh, uh, transfer the money in the account. You know, they'll look at the bill, like, oh, you know, they still haven't figured out taxes and, and uh, uh, taxes and, and tip. 
But it's okay as long as they just pay, pay the something. Yeah. See, that's the difference. My kids, they don't like going out. Really? I say, let's go eat. No, I'm going to stay here, Dad. You know, like, no oh, shit. Hey, we're going to go out. We want to go eat. We want to go different from the kitchen. And I think it's my wife spoils them. She cooks fucking amazing food, man. I don't have that problem here. I, I wish I do, but okay. You know, I I, I I like to be truthful. My wife's not a good cook, dude. My oh, wife's not a good cook. No, no, no. My, she my, knows it. She knows. She my, knows. My wife, she learned. Her mom was an amazing cook, and my wife learned how to cook, and she, she does it because she wants to have to help your lifestyle, right? Yeah. But shit, every now and then, me and my wife want to go out and eat, you know? Give her a break. Give my wife a break. Yeah, she yes. cooks fucking breakfast, lunch, and dinner, always. No shit. Not, yeah, on my days off Saturdays, it's always, babe, what do you want to eat? And I'm old school. Give me some fucking pancakes and peanut butter. <sighs> I'm fucking straight, you know? Yeah. But shit, to, sometimes, even today, like before I came here, I went to Elmer and Daryl's over here in Pomona, Cause I like a good home cooked Mexican food too, different from my my wife style. Mm-hmm. And um, but we tell the kids let's go eat, and they're like, oh really? We're, 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 you know, it's like we're fucking dragging them out. Like, God damn, what do you want? And then oh, let's go to Del Taco. We're like, fuck Del Taco. Let's go to a restaurant and <laughs> sit down. And yeah, yeah. Mom and Dad want to get a margarita and chill, you know? <laughs> and it, it, well, most of the time, bro, it's it's we're eating at the house, man. You know what I. I was I was raised very poor, you know, similar Senior. to you. I was and, and I, I never I never went out to eat. I never nope. seriously. I started working, and the first fucking good steakhouse I ever I was ever at was um, Northwoods Inn with James Juan. You remember James Juan? Oh yeah, yeah. He he uh, he runs James Wu. No H W A N. Oh oh yeah yeah. yeah. He's a service say He was a main. He was yeah, a yeah, yeah yeah. He never. Made it to maintenance. That's why he fucking quit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah. wanted to go run his um, his family's Honda. Yes. Uh, mechanic shop. Hey, if you have a Honda or Toyota, that's a place to take it, dude. Where's he at? He's over there in. Uh, it, no, no, in Pomona. Well, the, the original one was in, in um, Alhambra. His shop is in Pomona, off of the seventy one and Auto Center Drive. No, not Auto Center Drive. Seventy one. Rio, Rio Rancho. Rio Rancho. Rio There's Rancho. a McDonald's oh, right there. There's a McDonald's. And then, okay, you right know, behind where, the McDonald's or next where the, to the where the thing? farmer boys is at? Yep. Right across there, there's like a, a, a I know a big section of like a, a automotive. Honda. Automotive. I work there all the time. I know yes, that. Yes, right there. Is no shit. Hawk Honda. That's that's my guy, dude. I take all my no fucking, shit. I, my I, wife I, has a fucking Honda Odyssey van. Dude, take take it to him, man. And, and like you take. And it, he's there all the time. He's there all the time. He's at the front. De- he runs the front desk. And he's got people working oh, for him. And what's shit, fucking cool man. is that that's all he works on. And you you tell him, hey, um, the the right windshield vibrates, and then it gets cold on the left. Oh, you need a new muffler. I go, how the fuck do you know that? So he goes, check this out. Because he goes, it happens all the time. So check this out. I have a mechanic, and I I've been loyal to this mechanic for years because because of this situation. Uh-huh. I had a I have a I have a Chevy truck. My wife has a Honda van, and he quoted me like three hundred eighty bucks one time for some work, right? I thought, okay, that sounds reasonable. I go over there, pay him up, and he goes, oh, it's only 320 bucks because I, I was able to get a better price on uh-huh. parts. I've never had a mechanic give me a quote and then charge me 60 bucks less. So I thought, oh, this mechanic is my guy. He never robbed me, right? Yeah. But my wife's fucking van, we've paid because there's an oil leak somewhere. And we paid fucking, he changed the goddamn power steering pump, the belt, the blah, 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 blah. And the fucking thing is still leaking oil a little bit left by here, you know? You know so what? I'm going to take I it think, to this guy. I'm I think that contributes that to people not being a, a, a specialist. To in, that. Yeah, he's not a specialist. Exactly. He's, he's you not. know what? I, I have, uh, what I say? I have a, a Honda, uh, two Toyotas, 
And I take him down there, and he knows exactly what the fuck. He knows he's a Toyota guy, too? Uh, uh, he does uh, Japanese cars. Mm. But Honda's his specialty. I'm taking a van over there, then. You gotta, you gotta check it out. He's, he's, he's fucking, he's really good at what he does, man. That's good shit. And I forgot how the fuck we started talking about this dude. I don't know. <laughs> Your wife's food, and then went to cars. Yeah, 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 my wife's terrible at making food, dude. Oh, so I was saying, uh, James Wan. Uh, oh, it took you to Northwoods Inn. We went to Northwoods Inn, and uh, first time I ever had a fucking meal in a restaurant and fucking like you fucking sat on it and we were driving company vehicles right you I, are full of shit dog when I met you you were already a big guy you can't tell me you never had a restaurant food you meal. met you met me after I, I, I was I used to hung out with him like we were oh, sure, oh, I was, you oh, met okay. me when I was in maintenance right yeah okay I was service with him oh shit I was okay. service I was service okay, him okay, and I okay. were, were service techs and uh, we would be working nights on outages together because he used to always work. We worked together. Mm. And we, after we were done at the long night, we'd fucking, let's go get something to eat. And we went Northwoods in. And I fucking sat out and I go, fuck, I had a, they have, they have Coronas there. They don't have the regular 12 ounce. I've the, never the, been there. The 22. Northwoods in. Oh, hey, well. Uh, I don't eat red meat or pork. Oh, you don't? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was about, to, I was about to invite you. Oh, they have they have a good a good fish. A, I haven't had a burger there in two years. They have a good fish, dude. Oh, I, I'll eat fish. You eat fish? Yeah. All right, all right, cool, cool. How you fish and chicken? Then, then um, uh, how, how, how do I say it? I invite you and your wife to go with us. Are you going to pay for it? or? Well, then, that's why. Did you hear what I said? I invite you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got uh, it. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'll be there next Wednesday. I okay. hope you guys show up. Hey, Cal, I'll give you the I'll Google you the address. Google the address. I'll, be there. I'll be there between 7 and 9. <laughs> show up on 4 ish. <laughs> get nice and full before you get there, and then we'll have a drink. I'll pay you, buy you a drink. Have your wife bring some pozole, though. Meet <laughs> you in the parking lot with a, with a bowl of pozole. <laughs> But yeah, we gotta do that, man. We go have fake bread, man, like that. Uh, the, the the fish is fucking amazing. My wife loves the fish. So, um, like I was saying, um, we're gonna go eat there. It's the first time I ever sat down and and, and actually had like a, a steak with a fucking fork. And I was like, oh, shit. man, I fucking really enjoy fucking eating food yeah. like this. And then ever since then, I I I started eating like that. And I said, fuck it, I'm gonna fucking eat the best things out there because I never had this shit. Yeah, I never yeah, had, yeah, yeah. started eating. James Wan introduced me to sushi. Fucking, uh, uh, there was a spot on, you know, you know where the, the, the West Covina hub is for the charter West Covina hub on San Francisco and Azusa? Right there's a little shopping center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a place they had, it was a Shabu Shabu place, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, James, uh, James goes, come on, let's go eat this. I go, I don't know what it is. He goes, don't worry, you're with me. I go, all right, cool, let's go. He orders it for you and... No, well, we go there and we got these trays. And James is from uh, Verma, right? We're fucking rock, we're Sylvester Stallone filmed that. That, mm. that, that, that movie, right? He goes from a rough area. So mm. we're there. We're going through the fucking line, right, with our trays. And then the dude, like, like looks at him, and James tells him some shit in some, like, verbiese, or he's like, oh, hey, yo. And they're like, I think, oh, <laughs> I go, we're about to fight? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I'll take the small guy, right? I don't know what's going on, dude. Sing hi. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Dude, That's we, a fighting word. Dude, did we just buy steak knives? I don't know, dude. You're on the floor scraping a fucking plastic knife? Prison saw? Don't know what's going on, dude. I don't know what's going He's on. Like, hey, put it away, homie. I'm getting you some sushi. Relax. The dude, the dude looks at him and goes, ah. And then when he said that, he goes, all right, I think it's are cool. He, he reaches under the counter. He gives him a small-sized bowl of just red. It looks like, like a, a steak. Red cubes, mm. right? And it, it almost like jello like secret the stash. color. He gives it to him and he's like, ah, we go, we fucking sit down and we're eating. And he goes, This is freshly cut tuna. I 
go, oh, oh shit. Fuck. I go, oh, let me check this out. And he goes, okay. Her dip, just melts in your mouth. Dip it in the soy sauce. And then fuck, I go, fuck, it's fucking amazing. I go, what is it? He goes, this is sashimi. Oh, shit. When, it's just, when, it, when you're eating just fish, this is sashimi. When you eat it on, on a rice, it's called sushi. So we're just eating mm. fucking, we're eating cubes of fucking uh, sashimi. And I go, fuck, this is fucking. That's that expensive tuna they fucking ship from Japan, all that uh, bullshit, huh? It must have been because we almost got to a fight over it. <laughs> 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 so we're, we're fucking eating this shit. And I go, fuck it. This is fucking pretty fucking good. He goes, yeah, man. I go, and, and he introduced me to sushi as well. So as, as, I, as I got older, I, 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 I like eating quality food. I go, and yeah. you always hear, like, like, like uh, Mexican parents, it's always a thing like, trabajas para comer. You work to go eat, right? Mm-hmm. So never hold back on your meals. You know, if that's what you want, you fucking get it because that's what you work for. Because I think, I think like a Hispanic thing or a Mexican thing is always, we were deprived of food, so fuck it. We yeah. work now, let's do what we got to do, right? That being said, my kids, when, when you know, we'd go out to eat, I would teach them to go fucking eat. Uh, we'd, go, we'd go to uh, claim jumpers all the time. We'd go eat sushi all the time. And I would teach them to fucking, hey, you know, try that. That's white tuna. And then you dip it into this. And, and they got... I would say bad habits, you know, because how? Because nowadays they're like, Dad, let's go eat sushi. I go, motherfucker, how come we can't go eat a fucking hamburger? Oh, I spoiled them, <laughs> man. Exactly, That's exactly. And then that, now that they're getting married, their fucking husbands are like, you're a dick, you know? How can we kill a teacher with a fucking hamburger? We now? want to go to Del Taco, motherfucker. <laughs> no Del Taco to them, them, you know? But I'm, I'm glad that they, they learn how to eat that way because... We go to a restaurant and they know how to order. Cause I, when I go to a restaurant and like I'll have a steak, how do you want it? I go, I, I don't know, on my plate. I don't know. Yeah. You, know you know, my kids know how to. Order Without it. the leather, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, then my kids are like medium rare. You know, with the dash of salt. You know, they, I just point to pictures like this. El que está aquí, right? Like this, like this. <laughs> the egg I want cooked on both sides, like this. You gotta do the hand gesture. Like, like in the picture, like right? the picture. I want it like this. Yeah, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings this last week. You know, took him out the house, go Buffalo Wild Wings, and my son was like, "Oh yeah, let's get the let's get the the original uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, blah blah blah." And we order all this fucking food, lemon pepper this and this fucking Buffalo. I don't like Buffalo sauce, but I don't like Buffalo chicken. And turns out this shit's too spicy for my son. Oh. So we took it all home, and it's like, dude, we're out at a restaurant, and now we're boxing everything up, and all you had was the fucking fries and the onion rings. Like, what the fuck? We could, you know? But you know, they're not. They're, my kids are not that. Fufu, they don't want to go to restaurants. They just want to you be know what home, I, I think that is a good quality. And that's because the way your wife raised them, where she said, hey, here's some good food. Fucking try this. Dude, I I would rather have my mom's food any fucking time of the day. There's yeah. there's some, sh- like like my mom, she's she's older and, you know, I hate to say, I give her another five years. And I'm like, hey, I want hey. to, I want her, I want to get her to my house, and I, I, I want my mom to teach my wife how to make this because, hey, once she's gone, no one's gonna know how to fucking. Hey, do brother, it. be thankful if she gives you five. I lost my mom about four or five years ago, oh. and um, she had a major heart attack at work. She worked till the day that she had a heart attack. She had a triple bypass, and while I rushed from Pomona to the hospital to see her, she had tubes out of her neck, out of the side of her neck, her mouth, and I thought, holy shit, I'm losing my mom today. She was in ICU, and I thought, this is it. Yeah. You know, I'm a mama's boy, you know. You're a baby, right? I'm the baby. Yeah. So we get her home from the hospital, and I'm, okay, cool. She got out of the hospital. Then uh, she had, had Alzheimer's started kicking in. 
because she lost oxygen to her brain. Oh, so man. then now she's sitting there with a triple bypass, just had open heart surgery. Alzheimer's starts setting in shortly after. Then she falls and breaks her hip. Oh, and my sister's like, Bob, you gotta come help me get mom back upstairs because she's been sitting on the couch all day. She can't move. So we take her to the hospital and sure enough, it's a bad hip. So now she becomes bedridden. Oh. So the last two, three years of her life weren't even quality, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was fucked up. Watching my mom, my mom was a Marine. She raised me like with an iron fist. Yeah. I remember when I turned 18, I wanted I turned 17, I wasn't able to join the Marines. And she set me down. She said, like, ain't no way I'm going to let my kid join a white man rich war. You're going to go fight for these white men. Fuck that. Yeah. And I never even bothered applying because she put the fear in me. And to see her in her later years in life so vulnerable, you know, it, it uh, broke my heart. Yeah. So if you have two more years of your mom, be thankful. You have five more, be very grateful. Yeah. You know, because the one thing about life that's precious is time and nobody can stop it, man. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, it, yeah. it's every moment with a, with a loved one, a parent is precious, man. No, no, I, 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 mean? I, I agree. And you know what? I got to spend more time with my, my mom yeah. and, and I got to get those recipes because, yeah. you know, it's, it's that, uh, what I say, the, the, your taste buds and your smell connect you to it's your childhood, a, your childhood to your memory. Yeah. Like, like you, you smell some hairspray, you're like. Mm -hmm. Oh shit, Aquanet! I remember I was yeah. at the disco, disco <laughs> doing Quiet Canyon back in the nineteen eighties. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I, I want I want my mom, my wife to be able to make like three things I want her to be able to make. You know, mm -hmm. and I and I want to get my wife, my, my mom here, and say, hey, just learn these three things, and then I'll fucking be so happy. So before I moved out of my house, um, I remember a week before I got, I already had the keys. I'm mean, not the keys, but I had the, the lease went through, and I was gonna get the keys the following week. Yeah. So that whole week after I come home from work. I was having my sister teach me how to make spaghetti, lasagna. I was having my wife teach me how to make pan. My mom teach me how to make pancakes and put the peanut uh, butter, dumplings, all this other yeah. shit. And that's my connection to my mom today. On my days off, on Saturday mornings, I ask my wife to make me pancakes in the morning that my mom did. Mm -hmm. And as I'm eating my pancakes, all I can think about are the memories of my mom. Man. Hey, you know, let me ask precious, you, man. precious time. How how Italian are you? So what I hear, because I never met my father, I hear my father. His name was Eli Superano, and he was a Sicilian. That's all I remember. He was from Sicily. I remember That's you and I, you, you and I talking, and I hope, it, hope you don't get pissed, but I'm going to fucking say it anyways. Say it. I you used to say it. Like, when I was in high school, they used to call me Nariz de Guante. Never heard that. You told me that. They used no, to call I don't know you, what the fuck Nariz de Guante is. Guante. They used to call you Guante. Oh, okay. no, no, no. No, no, no. We used to be called the Wante Crew. The Wante what? The Wante Crew because the dude we hung out with, Danny Wante, had a big old nose like a glove. I guess that's called the glove. Oh, yes, yeah. Wante so, the glove. He had that. He had oh, the nose. So I, like I thought that. they called you Wante. No. no. They, they, oh, that's part of the was, We were called the Wante Crew oh, because okay. we all hung out with Danny Wante. Ah, okay. Yeah, the Wante Crew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The reason Wante is were like the, the fucking... Like, it was the glove. Had the boxer's nose. The boxer's you know? nose, yeah. yeah. What it is. And Danny Wante had a boxer's nose. Ah, okay. So growing up as a kid, we were called the Wante Crew. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I remember told me that years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Wante Crew. Alright. Yeah, man. It was you know I, I my childhood was rough, man, but I don't I don't regret any of it, man. It it builds character, right? You, you know, know what? I, I think similar to your guys' story. I heard how you guys grew up. I had the same similar path. Different vodio, different neighborhoods, but same path, you know, same oh, shit yeah. we go through. Same man. obstacles, you know, same just obstacles, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and 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 the bonds and the and the childhood memories, man, you know, without a father. When you guys start when you when I first heard about your podcast, man. I always thought, no father, no problem, man. I, I related because 
without a father, all it did was build character. So when I became a father, it made me the best father I could ever be. You know what I'm saying? And hearing you and your stories of your mom and struggles and this and that. I remember walking with my mom to work, fucking miles to work and back. And she never bitched and complained. She just did it because she knew it had to be done. You know what yeah. I mean? And every little thing we got, it was, you know, we got one gift on Christmas. But that one gift, my mom busted her ass, you know? Yeah. And um, I remember I, my first bike my mom bought me. She bought it with her income tax money. And she told me, don't tell your brothers and sisters. Because I never bought them shit. Yeah. And she bought me a badass Harrow bike, you know? Uh. Haro? Haro. Damn, bro. Yeah, Haro I bike. That. And um, I fucking cherished that bike because my mom busted her ass for it. So the struggles that we went through as a kid, man, fuck, it made me rock solid, man. You know what I mean? You, you know what? Character like I, 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 I agree. And you know what? I, I hate to say that. I got I got some of the, like, like I say, I drink so much. And I, and, and I, well, I, you're not hurting anybody, brother. I don't, you know what? I don't hurt nobody. But the one thing that 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 just your kidney, I, I got liver, liver, <laughs> yeah, kidney, <laughs> kidney's <Liver>. fine. <laughs> the the one thing that 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 really really dug into me was my 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 dad wasn't there, so we were without right. Mm. I never saw them drinking too much. I never really paid attention to that. The part that hurt me the most was not having enough. So when when I was an adult, I made sure my kids had. Yeah. More than they needed. My kids have my kids have never had a want or a need. Yeah. And if they did, it's because they're fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're not buying you the Mercedes, all right? You get a Honda car on you know, sure. you know, my kids have never had a want or a need. And, and but at the same time is 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 I might drink too much because that's I saw that and it wasn't a I didn't see that as an issue, you know? Yeah. But but I make sure that they always had enough. You know, I think your situation is probably worse than mine. Not knowing not having a connection, and I heard you in one of your podcasts state that your dad was asleep in the car. He asked you to go make you some sandwiches. Yeah. For me, I think if, I mean, if I had that same avenue that you had, I probably would have beat the fuck out of my dad as I got older, man. I, out of anger, like yes. how dare you? Yes, I don't, no, no. You know? I, I, I agree. I think I would have rather not known him. Yeah. Than to have known him and and says. And then said, "Fuck, that's my father." Yeah. Because, because if you never knew him, you could always in your mind picture something different. Always yeah. picture something, you know, yeah, yeah. something better. And it's okay, but maybe at the same time, not know, knowing him and thinking, "Hey, being old enough to realize that's a fucking dick." Yeah. That's not what I'm gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna be better with my kids. So maybe it might have been a good thing that I didn't know him because yeah. I knew that I, I I knew where I knew what. Not to do. It's kind of like, yeah. all right, what your dad did, don't fucking do that shit. So yeah, that, yeah. that might be it. Well, I, I had that same, my brother, he's a fucking alcohol, he was a drug addict. He's, I heard he's finally sober now and talked to him for a long time. But my that was my anti, right? Don't be like him, right? So I had that anti-male role model, but my male role model growing up was some cholo dude from the neighborhood gang. What was, his, what was his name? Mark Fontan. Yeah, you told me about it, yeah. This guy was from the neighborhood. But we worked at a liquor store together. Uncle Eddie had a liquor store. I'm not real uncle, but we called him Uncle Eddie. Ran a liquor store, and he let Mark Fontan run it, and then I was like the go-to guy, right? The yeah. runner of the store. And But he showed me all the things that my father never did, my brother never did. He beat, he not beat my ass, but he threatened that if I ever fucked up, if I ever joined a gang, yeah. he's going to kick my ass. Yeah. So he kept me out on, on check in that sense, but... I never had that guy that I could refer to like that was my pops, mm -hmm. right? 
But it, it's funny how it works out because as I grew up, all my friends later in life, even to this day, friends from high school, they still call me Uncle Bob. Like I'm Uncle Bob to my nieces. Mm-hmm. My nieces, some of my nieces, they don't have a father figure. And one of my nieces lives with me today. I'm actually going to build an extension of my house and give her a little studio for her and her fiance. But they all call me Uncle Bob because I didn't want them feeling that that uh, emptiness that I felt. Mm-hmm. So I, all my friends that didn't have fathers or didn't have fucked up situations at their house, they knew they can always come to my pad for holidays. They knew that Uncle Bob would protect them, don't let, don't let anybody pick on them or bully them. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like their kind of comfort, right? Yeah. And even their, as their, we, their home plate. Their home plate, right? Yeah, yeah. So even today, like we reach out to, we have a, a text thread with my buddies from high school. And every time I jump on it, everybody, hey, what's up, Uncle Bob? What's up, blah, blah, blah. And it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Yeah, like, I made, oh, I made yeah. an impact. And that remind me of some things that took place. Like, uh, we were at a house party once, and the guy just reminded me recently, we were at a house party once, and I'm barely showing up late, and there's some scuffling going on, and I'm looking like, oh, shit, is that my friends over there, you know? And then all I see is one of my boys go, Bobby, Bobby, hit that fucking guy right there. <laughs> and I'm like, who, him? And like, yeah, and knocked him out. And after I thought, what the fuck did I do? Oh, he was grabbing my chick's ass, bro. Thanks, man. I'm like, you're a dick, you know? I'm not here for that, you know? Yeah. But it was that comfort. They always said, oh, it was always, it was always cool knowing that we were safe when you showed up, you know? It's like, motherfucker, that's not what it was about. You know, I'm making sure you guys are okay, but I want to fight for your ass, you know? But growing up, was it was it was a void, right? But it's good knowing that uh, I did some impact on some people's lives because... They reminded me later in life of situations where I, I, I protected this guy's girlfriend when other dudes were gonna jump on her and he wasn't cap- he was drunk he couldn't yeah, do it yeah. and it, it's it's a good feeling you know like I always be there for people I love you know and, and, it's, and it's, you it's, I think it's it's because I, I was I was void of that yeah you know? and, and you know sometimes um sometimes you can have uh, fathers that are just so fucked up that you're better off. Yeah, digging your own trench. Yes, sir. Finding your own path, and 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 you can say shit, man. I I, I, I worked for the guy at the liquor store, and it was a better path than what it would have been. You know. Yeah. You, you never know. You never. I I myself personally, I, I knew my father. I knew the stuff he would say, and when I got old enough, I realized. I mean, I was like 14, 13 years old, and I realized, man, this this fucking don't make any sense. This, this guy's a. I, I, I hate to say it because he passed away. And I got brothers, you know, and, and I don't care if they gave me shit about it. Mi vale verga. You know, I, I would say, this guy's a fucking idiot. What the fuck's wrong with you? That's not the way you fucking do things, you know? What's, what's wrong with you? And, you know, when... That Mexican machismo mentality oh, type of thing? Oh, to, to the max, dog. Yeah. You know, the stories he would tell me and like, dude, I don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. I, I don't want to fucking... I, 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 I've said it on a podcast, and, and I don't know if you, if you heard it, but my dad used to tell me, he goes, he goes uh, ask me no questions, and I'll tell you no lies. Yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking, you're my father. I'm supposed to ask you questions, you fucking idiot. Yeah. What the what's, what's yeah. wrong with you? You know, you know, my kids ask me something, like, well, let me figure it out. I'll be right back. You know what I mean? My, my kids want to know something. I, I'm, I'm fucking there for them. You know, and he would say shit like that. Oh, that shit would, you know, and 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 he would say it because he thought it was cool. Yeah. He thought he was a yeah. cool fucking dude, and then me growing up, like, oh, okay, I, I guess not. And then you get a little older and you realize, that's not that's not how you fucking yeah. that's not how you raise kids, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was just so. 
Yeah. You know what? Sometimes you're better without it. I, I wish I would have never known him, so that way I could have done dug my own trench and fucking made my own way and said, you know what? Uh, I don't see. Uh, I don't have no guidance, no fucking direction. Yeah. There's. I don't have no north, influence. North, north, north or south pole. Yeah. I'm digging my own trench. So I, I, I'm with you on that. You know? But even even with me, like I don't. I don't know how to be a father, right? I have a, I have a 16-year-old, a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old. I'm doing my very best. You know but what I got caps? nobody to, to reference. You know, I got nobody to say, hey. There is it, but your fucking heart, it. It, your heart is what gets you through it, dude. You're fine. I'm doing my very best, and I don't want to make mistakes. I, you know, I don't want to do things that my kids will say, ah, oh, but you did that, right? So, so... I walk a fine line, right? Yeah. There's times where I want to be left alone in the garage so I can calm down, not show anger. And believe me, I'm a Scorpio, man. I have a short fuse. I'm a Sicilian and I'm a Scorpio. So I have a short fuse. Oh, fine. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, so when I come home from work sometimes, I go straight to the garage, my little common area. I do woodworking and shit. I just chill in my garage. And, and my wife will walk in and see me, and I'll be meditating something. So I set some candles up, and I'm in my front of my little shrine, and I'm doing my thing to calm my nerves. And then there's days where I skip that, and then I have aggression, or I'm snappy, I'm short temperature, temper, and um, and then I, I immediately, once it clicks, like wait a minute, stupid, you had a bad day at work, don't come home with this bullshit. Then I immediately go into my apology mode. Sorry guys, and then like I'm sorry for my bad. I told my kids a couple of times, I'm sorry for my bad dad. And like, never dad, you never. You're doing the best you can. They all get it. You know, I, you know what? I I, I agree. There, there is a, there's people that think that because they're the the parents, I'm superior and I don't gotta no. apologize to you. I disagree that with that one. No. I, I apologize That's to my kids truth, fucking all the time. You know yes, what I mean? I, 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 you know what? I'm human. I'm wrong, and I apologize. I should have asked more questions. I didn't know that yeah. your room was already clean, yeah. and I'm yelling at you to clean your room. I'm sorry about that. And then all of a sudden the kids see you, and they're like, "All right, you know, he's not the, he's not the father figure. He's." He's, he, he relates to me, you know? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm in the car, you know, my daughter, man, she's, ever since she was born, she's been a blabbermouth, always talking from morning to night. And there's sometimes like, enough, Bella, just stop, you know? Yeah. And I'll say it without thinking sometimes, and then she's like sad. And my wife will look at me like, wait, you really have to say it like that? I'm like, Bella, I'm sorry, just having a right rough day. You know, go ahead, do your thing, you know? Yeah. And uh, I fucking breaks me up inside, man. Like, fuck, I'm a dick because I came out wrong, you know? Like, I, I'm abrasive, you know? Yeah. But uh, it, 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 my kids, you know, they, 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 I remind them, hey, I don't have, I never had a dad, so forgive me if I fuck up, you know? Yeah. And I always tell them, man, if I fuck up, just be the first to tell me, dad, there's another way, you know? And I'll, 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 I'll be humble like a mother. I'll woman. consider it. Yeah, I'll consider it. Man. Hey, I'm not right. I'm not. I'm not above them. We are. We are equals, man. You know, I'm. I'm a, I'm a father figure. Yes. I'm authoritarian. That, and I'm their equal. That exactly. Yeah. That that's that. You know what? Now that people fucking think a lot of Mexicans think I'm. I'm above you. It's, it's not no, like that. We're we're, that we're, we're all. I might know a little bit more because I've been on this earth a little bit longer than you. But we're all fucking equals. We're all equals. Uh, what What's your religion? Um. So I practice Buddhism. You know what, dude? Buddhism. Uh, I put it this way. Buddhism saved my life. Okay. So when I when I started learning about Buddhism, my teacher Lama Lisa, she I told her, and this is the this is my problem with Buddhism, and I've told it when I first started getting into it. I said I'm not as compassionate as I should be. If somebody's hurting me, my natural instinct is to hurt them back. 
Yes. And she says, Robert, you can't think that way. You can't. You could do everything in your power not to. Are they aware you're Italian? I told her I'm a Scorpion and I'm Sicilian. And she says, Robert, we have to work on it. I've been working on it for over twenty some years. But you know what? But I believe this is what I believe in. I don't. don't, Go. And Buddhism to me is not a religion. It's a way how you live your life, right? Yes, in the yes, sense yes. Of, in, in the matter with, of this. I agree with that. I agree with that. So Buddhism saved my life in this capacity. So when I was going through my rough time, depression, I was, mm-hmm. I was diagnosed 5150. I was going to off myself and some people at work. I was just lost. Um, I ended up meeting this girl, Carmen, at a restaurant, and she was going through this program called We Care For Youth. It was in Glendale. And she heard me and my roommates talking. My roommates at the time were eating at a restaurant. They were trying to hook up with her. And I was just in the booth chilling, going through my own problems. And she was interested in me. So we started talking, blah, blah, blah. She introduces me. She, I tell her my story. I, throughout the t- couple, couple weeks worth of meeting with her, I start telling her my experiences growing up as a kid. And she says, hey, we need a male mentor for our program. We don't have any uh, 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 people that's been through the shit you've been through. Do you mind coming with us and meeting these two people? It was Linda and Jose. Mm-hmm. And... Two Mexican people who were under a, under a, a dharma of this Buddhist religion in Las Feliz. And Lama Lisa was the teacher. She was trained by Guru Rinpoche, who is like the translator for the Dalai Lama, something like that. I, I, it's, it's Tibetan Buddhism. So they get me involved, and um, I was having a problem with stress. And Buddhism taught me to live in the moment. Don't worry and don't focus about what happened yesterday and don't worry about what's happening tomorrow mm-hmm. because neither of those you can correct or fix. You could, if, you're, if you're worried about what happened an hour ago, it's too late. You can't fix it. It's already out. Don't put too much effort into that. And if you're worried about what's happening tomorrow and putting so much pressure into it, you're going to stress yourself out because you could think of it 10 different ways of how it's going to happen. And then on the way to do that, you can have an accident, die, and then you wasted time. Yeah. So if you live and keep your mind in this moment, yes, it's yes. more controllable. You're less stressed. You're not worried about the what ifs and the, oh my God, why did I do this? And what did that happen? That, that. Fuck all that. It is out there. It's, it is what it is. But if you stay within this moment, this moment right now is the only moment that you can really control. Yes. So you should be putting 100% of your effort into this moment. And... If you realize later you fucked up 20 minutes on the line, oh shit, I apologize for that. I, I said something I shouldn't have. That's where my compassion is flawed. Because believe me, if I tell my teeth, my llama, I told her this many a times. If somebody hurt me or my loved ones, I'm gonna hurt them. That's my natural instinct as a human. Yeah. Until you break that, I can never become a true Buddhist. I think it's your Italian side of it. Don't yeah, man. So they were gonna send me, <laughs> at one point they offered me to go to Brazil. And, and become part of a Buddhist monk over there. And my mom wouldn't let me at the time because she knew I was going through some emotional things. Anyway, yeah, why didn't so let you go wanted, there? Yeah. Hey, you so know what, dude? Crazy. I, I'm agnostic. And um, you, agnostic is sort of like a... Uh, I was agnostic for a long time, man. It's, it's sort of like, 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 like a half-assed way of just like a... Being neutral, like no, we don't know what's happening. You know, we yeah. don't know what the truth is. So I'm just going to live in the now. And then when I started like like kind of looking into being you know I know you're Buddhist, uh, but, kind of. And I I look into it and I go fuck if I ever had to pick one that would be the one because those fucking people are fucking mellow. 
I like the way they, they deal I with life. I find it funny you call me mellow because I'm fucking... Well, no, no, no. Your religion mellow, <laughs> oh, not okay. you. No, 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 no. I'm not, a little high You're Italian, dude. I yeah, don't yeah. know why. Yeah, that's... But, um, you know, at the end of the day, man, I truly believe that, you know, you have to care for the other fellow human, right? But I only care up to a point. I'm not no Captain Sabahoe. I don't preach. I don't do any of that. I just don't feel that you can hurt somebody and then go say 15 Hail Marys and now you're forgiven. No. Karma has to take place. Yes. So... Karma is, I, I was told that karma is, takes three things for the karma to come true. You got to think it, portray, uh, uh, think it, want it, and then do it. Mm-hmm. And then if you do it, it can, it's going to come back. Yeah. So as long as you think it and you leave it there, it's not, you, don't, you don't have to reap, reap what you sow, right? But if you see it through, you plan it, and then you do it, yeah, that karma is coming back to me. So... I try not to act out. I talk a lot of shit. I hate people who vote for, you know, certain political party that's going to bring destruction to mankind. I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. You're, it, 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 it's ignorance, right? Yeah. And I want to help them think that there's another ulterior motive. There's another path. Because goddamn, it's, it's a destructive path that he's on. But who am I? I'm one guy, right? Yeah. So... But Buddhism helps me sleep at night. And ever since I got into Buddhism, I stopped with the destructive thoughts of hurting myself, of hurting other people, where I really thought I was going to kill some people and go to prison for the rest of my life or off myself. Uh, yeah. That's what I was diagnosed as medically. Yeah. And Buddhism, a little bit of ganja back in the day, getting off of those antidepressants, saved my life. Saved me for me, really. Yeah. And as a 48-year-old man, man, I truly am living my best life. And I pass people up on a daily basis, like I'll, just recently, I was eating and I say a little prayer sometimes before I eat. When I remember, I'll say a little prayer. <laughs> and the funny thing, this little lady walks up and she goes, oh, may the Lord be with you, Jesus Christ, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, lady, I am not praying to who you're praying to, man. Just <laughs> but I thank you and have a good day. You but, know what I mean? <laughs> but you got to show self-control. Sh- yeah, man. Self-control yeah, and just let it go the and other it, way. And so with me, religion, I feel that this is my, my outcome of religion. This is my, my, my story with religion. If, if you're studying religion and it makes you see the light at the end of the tunnel and you're not destructive to others, then so be it. Your path is different than my path. Even two Buddhists in the same room have different paths. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're not a hypocrite and, and you're, you're, you, you do all kinds of bad six days a week and then Sunday you go to a, a, a temple or a shrine or a church and you say a couple of and you're forgiven. No, no, no. That six days of you being a son of a bitch has to come to fruition. You're gonna to have to pay your pay your consequences, yeah, man. Yeah. And that part of religion pisses me off, because I don't like hypocrites, man. And and a lot of these people who support the person in control right now consider themselves one specific type of faith, and they're truly not a believer of their own faith. If you look at it, they're they're not a true. They're, they're, you know, and I hate, you hate, hate being bad against, talking bad about against religion, but do some little self-reflecting, man. Realize why you go to church on Sundays. Mm-hmm. If Jesus was here today on this earth, he wouldn't be, he'd, the administration would put him in a cage, man. You know, yeah. and that's, that's a shame. All right. Do some self-reflecting on that shit, man. Well, 
Bobby, thank you uh, for joining us. Yes, sir. Um, you know what? We're at the at the end of our. Uh, gee, we got 140. You know God what? Damn. You know what? I I enjoy the I most. I didn't expect is, that to is, go that long, man. I enjoy the most is when we got subjects that we write down, and when we go through them, it, it feels structured. It feels like we're going through the motions. When we are done with those, and we just fucking start fucking talking how we feel like it that's when the true mm-hmm. our true inner selves really show who we are you know because you know the first uh, hour it's tight. It's, it it's, tight. It's, it's 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 what we thought it was going to be yeah. the, the second 45 minutes i think that's when you know the, the the cream rises to the top and we show who we really are man that was i really enjoyed that part but yeah. do you have any any shout outs anybody you want to say hello to while you're uh while we're still on no, man, I want to wish uh, Frank, I hope you're having a good time over there in Florida, man. And uh, anybody that's, uh, if I offended anybody, man, if I sounded hypocritical, maybe I am, but I, I apologize, man. My, my true intention is just to, you know, leave everybody a little bit better off than, than, than they were, man. So I apologize if I offended anybody with my statements, man. But uh, I wish you all prosperity and happiness in 2020, man. Hope you guys have a good life. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, Frankie, um, hope you're enjoying yourself. I don't think you are, but I hope you enjoy yourself. Oh, oh. You're on daddy duty. This is what it is. You're on daddy hey, duty, man. man. You got young kids. You got to be daddy duty, bro. Yeah, man. He's, he's, he's going through a hard time right now. So. No, uh, he's not, man. For you, it's a hard time. He's having a good time, man. He's having a good time. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, we're done with another episode of uh, No Father, No Problem. Bobby, thank you for joining us. Have a good day. Have All a good right. night. We're out. <laughs>